0: are listening to america's health care challenge with sean mcguire join the conversation at 402 342 1290 or at 800-577-1290 once again direct from the american heartland here's your host sean
1: mcguire hey welcome back to america's health care challenge hey if you like this show if this is the first time listening to this show, we post all of these segments on SoundCloud and we've got over 600 of them out there. We've got oh, 30,000 listens online and growing. And so we uh, appreciate your support if you're one of those listeners, but if you'd like to, to hear this, Uh, conversation again or share it with somebody who you think might be valuable. Uh, You can find it on SoundCloud and I'll be posting it on LinkedIn and Facebook as well. We're joined. uh, We're going to do a little roundtable discussion. We've got Greg Donsbach, uh, president of Method Insurance Services. Also welcome being back, Howard Shandell, general partner of uh, Midwest Benefit Advisors. And We're just talking a little bit. Uh, It's kind of interesting that you guys both ended up uh, on the show at the same time because there's a little bit of synergy and uh, could you guys share with the audience some of your comments? You were you were just talking about how how the two are, are really um, are really related.
0: Well, when you think about it, you know the employer is managing risk on both ends, whether it's healthcare plan or whether it's workers comp. And at least in my lifetime, it's always been a separate decision. Okay, I got to meet with my workers comp guy, got to meet with my health guy, and we never meet together. But we're managing risk,
1: mm-hmm.
0: so you would think there would be some sort of synergy, maybe, or something work together uh, to accomplish uh, both goals.
2: Yeah, I think that's, that's a possibility, and it's likely as, as Obamacare uh, gets more ingrained into society and, and, and the majority of people have health care, I think that it's going to be something that could potentially impact the, the overall work comp costs, and I was just telling, uh, we were just talking a little bit about it, that, that it looks like uh, over the last couple of years, work comp rates in, in the majority of states have gone down considerably, I mean, we're seeing double-digit declines, in, in states like Illinois and, and and Kansas, and some of the some of the key states around here, and hmm. I'm not sure. You know, a lot of that's attributed to frequency going down. And we were just talking about maybe Obamacare and the health care uh, being pushed out to to the majority of, of the of the U.S. Uh, could could be impacting some of the 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 uh, the, the claims that maybe you are are filed on, on Monday morning from a weekend injury that occurred. Maybe they're actually filing those on their health care versus uh, work comp. So that's something that, that that's going to have to be, I guess, looked at and analyzed over the next couple of years to see if there's going to be an impact on the workers' comp system, which could be a positive uh, for rates going down and overall costs uh, for the for the insured uh, going down, other than the fact that you've got health care costs going up. So <laughs> Uh, there could be a, a, a balance there and and, and we got f- we need to figure out how they're going to work together because I think that, that there's a lot of there's a lot of synergies when it comes to healthcare care and work comp.
1: I agree hundred uh, percent with that And you know the one thought or question that I might have is some of those states that you listed. I wonder if the Medicaid expansion has any any impact on uh, some of those those reasons.
2: Uh, it definitely could. I mean, you've you've got the uh, the aging population, and so you've got individuals that are going to be on uh, Medicaid. More people on Medicaid, so maybe that's uh, that that could also be a uh, uh, an impact that's that, that's affecting the the work comp rates as well.
0: Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Well, if I could add something to that, you know, with with the expansion of Medicaid in certain states, those states are not experiencing the higher increases that states that did not adopt the new Medicaid rules.
1: Right, because the only people that are essentially on the exchanges are the super sick people that need it. Right, and, and then if I can add a few other items to that.
0: So part of the problem with the law is that when I am sick and I hop on the plan come January 1 and I have my open heart surgery come February, I hop off in March and pay the penalty. It's still less than having the premium for the rest of the year. Hmm. So
1: yeah there's some gaming of the system as Mm -hmm. well um how could uh you know as we're like just talking about big picture ways on how you know how to help help these folks out there i mean you you think it really makes sense to get people like you two in the room with with these owners to really talk about some of these things because they are um you know so they they are one hand washes the other in many ways and they, they
0: really are I mean, look truck drivers uh you know, I, I know their worker comp rates are high, but I I also know the claims frequency on health care plans are also high for the, a lot of the same reasons.
1: For truck drivers? Mhm.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
2: Yeah, I think we we always said if uh, you know, on the workers comp side, if, if a trucker would stay in their truck, then you know, 9 times out of 10 they're they're going to be performing very well, but we we see a lot of a lot of truckers that they'll get out and and they'll they'll try to you know maybe put a tarp over their load or something that seems pretty pretty easy on our side but if they're obese or are they're out of shape or are or, or they do something then they they, they, they fall off the, the side of the truck and break their leg the the chance of them getting back to work in six weeks like a normal uh, broken leg uh, are slim to none if they're if they're obese so I think it's important for for the trucking industry to really really take note and 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 understand that that you know this is impacting uh you know, the cost, and to your point, the, the health care as well. I mean, if, they, if they, they've they got, you know, they're, they're smoking, you know, they're they're out of shape, or they're eating bad, then that's going to impact their overall health care costs because, you know, they're going to have high cholesterol, they're going to have high blood pressure, they're going to have a lot of things that are attributed to, to health care costs going up. So I think that's, uh, you know, those two could, could work together to try to figure out how to mitigate some of the overall uh, costs associated with, Healthcare and and work comp for truckers.
1: Do you think safety too could play an impact?
2: Definitely could. I mean, I think truckers, you know, they, you know, you you want to make sure that they only drive, uh, you know, they only drive a certain amount of times. And I, I even brought this up. I I, I had an article a uh, a couple of weeks ago talking about prevention. And 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 I know it sounds kind of crazy, but you know, kind of maybe talks about maybe the the millennial background. But uh, um, you know, if if employees are arrested. You know, if if they're, you know, if they take a nap during the day, their productivity is going to go up. They've got a less of, less of a chance to uh, to get hurt because they're actually focused on what they're supposed to be doing. So I know that sounds sounds like it's a, a, a crazy thing, but could you imagine a truck driver that drives for four hours and then his employer um, mandated that he had to take a thirty minute nap and gets <laughs> paid and gets paid for it. And gets paid yeah. for it. yes, exactly. I
0: love naps. I I everybody they're, very, does. They're very helpful. <laughs>
2: It's it's uh it's something that I think would be, you'd be more pr- productive. I mean I think you'd be you'd be clearer. You know I think you would you would drive better and and uh, more. You'd be more efficient. You know I know you don't want them to to wake up and start driving faster, but uh but I think it's important for them to uh, to really be rested. And so if they're you know if you've got employees that are that are going out and staying out all hours of the night and they come in hungover and and uh, not focused on the on work then. There's a good chance they're gonna they're gonna get they're gonna get hurt and and that's not gonna be good for anybody. So what
0: uh, so what you're saying is that uh, the new employee benefit is after new naps.
2: I'm saying that that could be. I mean <laughs> this is Silicon Valley talking, but okay, I think it could be. I, I think that that could be a positive uh, to to mitigate uh, claims on the on the healthcare side as well as uh, as well as on the work comp. And I also think that employees getting involved in in incentives. You know, I think that that incentives for, for employees not to have a claim over you know over the next quarter they get a uh, you know they get a $100 bonus you know I think that's something that really gets the employees engaged and, and involved and in, in, in what's going on with the overall operations of the uh, of the company and I think that they buy in more and and, and I think that's a, that could be a perk as well but yeah I think that nap time could be a, uh, could be a benefit in the coming years.
1: Well, I did take a nap at a rest area yesterday, <laughs> and I tell you, the drive after that, I, I felt a lot lot better. So I think for truckers, hey, I'm over on to something here.
2: Yes. It may be good for you to take a nap during the breaks, too, Sean. You never know. You might yeah. do better on the radio, too. Maybe. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Make for an interesting program, wouldn't that? Well, we've got about uh, our, our two-minute warning, so um, I'd like to thank you both for coming. Did you guys have any uh, final uh,
2: thoughts or, or uh, things to share with the audience? I just want to thank you for uh, having me here, Sean. This has been great. I like the uh, I like the roundtable deal too. This is kind of neat. I'd love to love to be back.
1: Yeah, well, we'll have to to have you back uh, again sometime. There's plenty to talk about, and I think you really uh, identified some some great uh, great points as it relates to how the two are, are tied so I, i'm glad you, you could be here howard anything
0: I, yeah i with? echo greg's thoughts i uh, had a good time and uh, would love to come back and uh, there's a lot of good topics to discuss
1: there are a lot of good topics and uh it, it's it's kind of getting fun right now to to host this show because there's so much so much happening and people are paying attention and so we will be back again next week we're going to be taking a look uh, at some additional strategies for your business, trying to just help give you some peace of mind and know that there at least is somebody out there watching out uh, for you if you'd like to uh, learn more about Uh, what we do at ed bellis check out ed bellis inc.com that is the organization that i founded and the organization that produces and sponsors the show uh with the help of matt barros matt thanks uh, again for an awesome job and uh, we will see you next week again healthreformexplained.com for my thoughts on this mega merger potentially looming here that will have an impact on all of you see you next time